the growth of viewership from platforms that have ad supported placement is growing one and a half times faster than the rate of subscriptions for streaming services. Whether it's a blessing or a curse, may live in interesting times. Something that's very true right now, there's a ton of upheaval in mobile advertising, as everybody in the space knows. There's also significant growth and change in CTV, streaming, OTT, smart TV, connected TV, whatever you want to call it. What's happening? Why? What's going on? And how can you take advantage of it? Today, we're chatting with Guillaume Lelay, who is the Managing Director Americas for MNC Saatchi. He's formerly from AppSumer. He's Fetch. He's been everywhere. He's done everything. Welcome, Guillaume. Thank you, John. Always a pleasure to see you and to speak with you. And now I'm excited to talk. It has been entirely too long, so it is a real pleasure here. Let's start here. I mean, I, I mentioned a bunch of the names. Have we, have we settled on CTV now? Uh, there, there's so many acronyms here. Um, yeah, I think there have been different, definitely different definitions. Um, we talk about streaming TV. I think it kind of like encapsulates you know, the, the, the right term, meaning, you know, ultimately it is video through, a, through, you know, internet streaming on any devices, you know, OTT is a bit old school because ultimately it was what you were subscribing Get to boxes. over the top, over the top, right? So on top of your cable. So I think it's, 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 we, 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 we use OTT a bit less. But yeah, and CTV relates to the fact that, yes, you know, the number one way to access internet uh, through, um, you know, or, or, or streaming TV is through, you know, a connected TV, whether it's a Samsung and an LG and so on. So that's, that's, that, that's about the definitions we use. So streaming TV first and foremost. Per foremost. Perfect. Perfect. Give us a bit of a sense. Give us an overview. I mean, like we've come through COVID, right? When everything shot up for entertainment, mobile games went through the roof. Streaming services went through the roof. It's kind of a blue ocean. We had so many new services start up and everybody was spending billions of dollars on new content and, you know, just flowing out all this explosion of creativity thanks to these dollars here. What's going on in this space? What's happening in this space? Who are the major players right now? I mean, in terms of like content, you know, you, you know, we, we, we are all aware of the, you know, the Netflix, the Disney Plus, the HBO Max, Peacock, uh, Hulu, you know, it, it, it's a lot, right? Like how many mm -hmm. subscriptions do you have, John? So, 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 but what we are seeing in the past 12, uh, 18 months, it's also a move to ad supported tiers, right? So uh, they, 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 for a long time, they, there's been like a bot services. So, you know, Services which are 100% free and ad-supported, you know, Pluto TV, Tubi TV, uh, for example. Crackle. Then, you know, yeah, Crackle. But, but, but what has been happening for the past year and a half is that, um, you know, we, the, the platform will always said, you know, we will never had, uh, have any ads on our platform, such as Netflix, uh, just said, you know what, we, we are changing our mind. We are going to open an ad-supported tier. So we are seeing, you know, a number of new platforms that are opening up to advertisers. Um, similarly, you know, Hulu was kind of like the first one to have like a middle mm -hmm. tier where, you know, you could, you know, do you want to not see any ads? Do you want to see ads? Yes, you can pay a little bit less. So I think ultimately it's good. It leave the, it gives the choice to the consumer, right? Which, you know, do you want to see ads? You know, 
do, do you want to pay a premium to actually don't see any commercials? So, so that, that's the main thing we're seeing. What is interesting is, you know, we've seen a couple of studies, Disney Plus released that, you know, 30% of their users say they would switch from the, the, the highest tier to an ad-free subscription. So definitely, you know, with the pandemic, the, I don't know, the inflation, the, the, the number of services you want to keep live, we can see that, you know, consumers are also looking at a way to reduce how much, you know, how much they spend on premium mm -hmm. content. So, so basically what that means is that we are seeing minutes, you know, you know, taking over. So the growth of viewership from, from platforms that have ad supported placement is growing one and a half times faster than the rate of subscriptions for pay, for for streaming services. So I think that really shows, you know, that there is a wave coming of a large audience that is, you know, watching streaming TV. And also there is a lot of like ad opportunity. It's super interesting. You said off the top, how many streaming services do you have? And I would have to count. I, I'm, I'm pretty, I know I have Apple TV plus, I know I have Disney plus. I know I have Prime, Amazon Prime Video. I know I have Netflix. I think that's it, but I'm pretty sure there's a couple others on the box, on the on the smart TV, some apps there that have ads, right? That are free to me right now. It makes sense that we're entering this space right now because if you think about it, uh, way back when, going way decades and decades back tv was free right you got it off the air <laughs> you could still do that actually many people still do many some people still do that right then you bought cable or you bought satellite and you spent what 50 100 150 200 depending on what you wanted right and then we cut the cord hey i've got my streaming services i've got all the entertainment i ever want and we we're back to the 150 bucks the 200 plus probably the cable or the satellite for your sports or your live events, Olympics and stuff like that. It's a kind of a crazy mix right now. Yeah, and, and you bring up a good point. I think we've seen the recent World Cup as well as the Olympics, you know, sports and live sports is the kind of last, last trend, right? And that's why you see Amazon buying rights of, you know, sports leagues. And, you know, it's the reason why you were keeping maybe like a cable subscription uh, and not really cutting the court completely because you still wanted to have access to live sports. And, you know, um, you know, with players like Fubo TV and, you know, who are like, you know, mostly, you know, they are premium subscription, but they also have an ad, um, an ad, you know, an ad placement. So they also make a lot of revenue through ads. You know, you can, uh, you can see that there is definitely a big shift in the Um, in terms of size, you know, in the US, I, I, I'm surprised, you know, I, I I don't own a Roku TV OS, but Roku is by far the number one uh, in terms of, you know, um, a streaming service, um, mm -hmm. followed closely, you know, uh, with Amazon Fire TV as well. Um, and then, you, you know, let's not forget uh, your Google Chromecast. Um, right. PlayStation, you know, console that also allow you to, you know, to, to have access to certain channels. So, um, so it's a, it's a, it's a, it's, it's, it's very fragmented, right? And Apple TV is actually like based on some Comscore data, like about five, six, seven percent of the market, right? So it's, uh, it, we are not there yet at an adoption of like, you know, 
in the 40s, 50%, 60% like iPhone or iOS in the mm -hmm. US. So, um, mm -hmm. so it is very fragmented. We see two main large players, uh, Amazon, mm -hmm. Roku. And then it's, it's kind of a long tail, right? It's, it is, you know, we see Amazon Fire and Roku being a little bit the, you know, or, or similarly to Apple, you know, it, it's kind of like, it's also a store where you can distribute your, your, your channel. So you can buy ads to drive, uh, you, you can buy ad placement inside of like the Amazon Fire TV to drive adoption of your channel, right? So the way we see it, you know, similarly to podcasts, we are together doing a growth podcast. Maybe, maybe in a couple of years, you know, singular, or we'll have a growth mastermind channel uh, mm -hmm. on, on Amazon Fire TV. And are, you have, are you saying yeah, we don't? Are you saying we don't? You don't? We don't. But you will. You might get that in a few years. So I think we, we see a trend of more and more content moving to those platforms, right? And, and distribution of content. Uh, is is um, is increasing uh, on on Amazon Fire TV and Roku. So there are some ad placement which are very similar to you know uh, here you don't install an, an an app. I mean you install more maybe a channel right to your to your Amazon Fire TV or Roku. So that's one that, that's one size side of the market. But of course you know we can unpack uh, what 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 else do you want to know about what we've learned this year maybe John. Uh, I'm I'm fascinated by what you're talking about right now because I'm coming more from the mobile side of digital mm -hmm. and and we understand that world very well. We've lived in that world for a decade plus, right? That world is bounded by two major let's say a duopoly, right? We we've, we've got mm -hmm. Apple, we've got Google, we've got the iOS App Store, we've got Google Play, we've got apps on each of them and and we kind of know how that works. We kind of know how the monetization works there. But we have um something similar in connected TV and streaming TV. You've got the platforms that you mentioned. There's also YouTube TV, there's there's the Apple TV that you mentioned, there's Roku that you mentioned. Uh, Fire TV, right? But then you've got the streaming services as well that are available on all of those. How's that fit together? How's that different? How's that similar to this mobile app ecosystem that we that we know? Yeah. I, I think you know the the way we, we we see the streaming TV space right now is first of all uh, a large amount of the inventory is video based and it's actually non skippable. So compared to let's say you know. Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, where everything we think about as performance marketers is like, hey, what is our hook rate? How many seconds is someone watching you? Tick, uh, you mm -hmm. know, TikTok, Facebook, is it two seconds, three seconds before they skip? Here, here, you know, the, the most platforms are like, oh, we are seeing, we guys, your campaigns work. You had a 96% completion rate. But yeah, but guess what? You can't read, you can't skip the ad, right? So, <laughs> so on just like, so what, they, what so, happened so, to the four <laughs> percent? Well, you know, maybe someone switched and they were like, you know, what? I actually don't want to watch this program. But you know, it's yeah. it's, it's it's funny that you know a lot of of the current ad format that are available are fifteen second, thirty second spots. Um, you know, they are re you know they are sometimes repurposing what they've learned on linear TV. But ultimately, also the big difference between mobile and and CTV is that the number of ad placement available is a lot less. 
So yes. if you play a, a beautiful casual game, I'm sure John, you do, right? Like a quick, a quick game. Every couple of uh, levels, you get exposed to, you know, an ad. That's kind of the ecosystem we've been in for a long time in mobile, right? Which is free games uh, and ad, you know, ad supported uh, games, and you know, the number of placement of ads is is much greater, right? Mm-hmm. On CTV, it's about four to six minutes per hour. You know, maybe Hulu is doing twelve ads per hour, but it's you know, it's 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 it doesn't give you know, it's it's um, it it it's much slimmer, right? So yeah, and and it's non-skippable. So 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 I think this is where we see the kind of difference in terms of like uh, environment, and of course we can we can we already seen. Um, how it can be relevant for performance advertisers, right? Um, ultimately, you've mentioned YouTube. Well, um, YouTube has launched now a new format where if you are watching YouTube on your Apple TV, you can skip the ad or you can also send yourself, send to your phone, um, you know, the link of the ad you are seeing. So mm-hmm. you can see how certain players are trying to already kind of close the loop, right? And, 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 I wouldn't be surprised that if you had the Disney Plus app on your iPhone, but you also watch Disney Plus on your connected TV, you know, maybe the ads you're going to see are also offering you a chance to receive maybe, you know, a push notification to your phone so that you can get, you know, you can maybe install an app or, you know, take action, right? So I think this is where things are starting to be interesting. It's about the kind of like, inside of those wallet garden, the kind of like, how do they keep you in and, 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 and also, you know, just are able to directly make you take an action. Right. And, and I think this is, this is an interesting kind of like ad format that we're seeing developing. Not only is that interesting, but you said something that made something click for me, like, because I have a variety of streaming apps on my Apple TV. Right. The Apple TV is the platform and I've got a bunch of streaming apps on there. Great. Um, and I haven't felt the need to download Disney Plus to my phone or in fact, Netflix isn't here either. But I can see now how it would be advantageous to Netflix or Disney Plus or Amazon Prime or any other service to be in both places because they can connect me. They can learn a lot more about me. They have a lot more first-party data about me and perhaps also target better ads. Netflix is doing a big push to divert consumers to, you know, they want you to subscribe through the web, right? So that they can have a direct, they can have your credit card, your emails. It's actually not going through in-app purchase through, yes. you know, they want to, you know, they want to save a few, a few percentage uh, on the subscription. So, you know, you can see some players like Roku. Roku is launching a partnership with, I think, Walmart, where ultimately they are, you are seeing an ad and from your remote, you can take an action. And if you want to make a purchase, you, are, you, you, can, you can actually buy something and they will have your credit card on file and you can see how, where it's going, right? So- and it's pretty <laughs> obvious why they're not choosing Amazon as a partner. Guess what? <laughs> just uh you know i think you know i think you 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 asked me earlier um what are the key verticals it's going to be commerce i mean yes apps and gaming we lead the way and 
I've listened to, uh, you know, there are like famously a, a few great uh, app studio doing, you know, at scale CTV, but it, it is commerce. It is, you know, and, and, and I think, you know, YouTube, Roku, those players who have, you know, either more uh, intent data, you know, the fact that Google and YouTube is able to also connect with your search data so they know what you are actually looking for, you know, they will display a nice, you know, commerce-based ad pre-roll and you can take action with your remote on your Apple TV or on your phone and get the offer. And Roku, I think, will try to do the same thing where ultimately, you know, they they will uh, make the transaction and a purchase pretty seamless using their hardware. That's a really interesting point you just made about Google, YouTube, and YouTube TV. By the way, we talked about sports and YouTube TV is making, it just just came out today, a $2.5 billion offer for Sunday ticket NFL games, right? Uh, But that's that's a great point. I mean, I sign into the account on YouTube right? So they know who I am. They know who I am in terms of my browsing activity, my searching activity. Uh, so they can tailor really, really good ads there, perhaps better than some other players, but Amazon knows a lot as well. So there's a lot of interesting things there. You mentioned the CTV to mobile app um, marketing advertising space. We've seen some, some uh, players have some significant success there. Do you think you don't think that's as big ultimately as retail, correct? Um, it, it it will not be as big. It it might be big or like of a of a decent size right now, but I think commerce is gonna really take over on on CTV. And, mm-hmm. and and but but what you know we are seeing you know DSPs from all space you know. Uh, I'm, I'm not going to mention a few, but we all know them, you know, mobile, you know, traditional mobile DSPs who now have an offering on city. And what they are doing is actually smart. It, it is to say, you know what, I'm going to um, um, gather or keep the IP of the household, right, where, where the ads uh, have, been, have been shown, right? And then on top of that, you know, I'm going to also... Um, run some display ads and also some re-engagement campaigns. So you can see how they are bringing maybe a DMP in the middle and they are trying to triangulate you and, and basically just, just um, you know, extend the reach that those DSPs are, right? But, mm-hmm. and, but, but I think, you know, none of them have really figured out, um, you know, famously in our space, you know, Aplovin, Liftoff, Moloko, you know, here we go. I, I mentioned a few, you see, uh, you know, I, I mean, uh, they famously built device graph, right? And they, they've, they've famously built ways to, oh, you know, you want this type of audience on mobile? We know where to find it, and, you know, using, you know, traditionally was the IDFA and different, you know, uh, um, uh, deterministic methods. Here, it's going to be all probabilistic because it, it is based on like the IP, uh, and, and it's you know it, it, it's 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 not as as uh, as precise. But you know you can see they are really trying to use the signal more to basically mm-hmm. uh, um, um, activate more campaigns using CTV and basically prove you that uh, CTV is as a role in assisting conversion. 
I think that's where they put CTV. You know, mobile, you know, you still take an action inside of a game, inside of an app, and download, you know, uh, an app or a game. But ultimately, CTV will be, they will also tell you, well, you know what, because you've run some CTV campaign on top, we, you've seen a lift in your conversion by 20%. And I, I think this is where the market is right now, and, and which is, you know, it's, it's pretty good. It, it is. It is. There's contextual and, and there's still the, the, the reason that I get uh, ads that seem to be tailored to my wife and, and she gets ads <laughs> that seem to be tailored to me. You know, shockingly, we share an IP address among other things. Uh, but I can see the evolution in the future of streaming companies really wanting a foothold on the personal device and really wanting not just a foothold there, but signed in activity there and then accounts on the big screen on the wall so that it knows that, yeah, I'm the one. Um, and this phone, you know, happened to go in, I don't know, uh, a hockey rink or a football arena or something like that. Right. And they know a little bit more about me and they can learn and learn and learn and learn and tailor more effectively. Talk a little bit about measurement, uh, maybe first calls to action. You talked about retail, you talked about ways that Roku and Walmart might work together, right? Boom. You know, Walmart, um, they've got a lot of app installs out there, right? So a lot of people, especially in the States, will have the Walmart app. Uh, what are some of the ways that you see action happening? Is it QR code? Is it um, uh, push notification to an app on here? Is it... You know, it's probabilistic and you just hope that something happens and you look for a general lift. Um, so let, let, let's talk about what, what we are seeing maybe for um, traditional app campaign, right? If you have an, if you have an app or a, a game on iOS and Android and you want to you start you know, using CTV, what have kind of been the methods in terms of you know, measurement? And, and, and we're aware of you know, Singular is is doing some great work as well in that space. And, and you know, you are, you've rolled out new capabilities, which is, which we're excited to, uh, to work with you on, on this. Um, what we are seeing is that when you choose a provider, like, let's say a, a media supplier, like a, a CTV DSP, whether it is the trade desk or, you know, there are a few others, Vibe and TV Scientific, you know, some of them will basically tell you, you know what, we are doing, or sell to the attribution. And I'm like, oh, what do you mean? I was like, <laughs> uh, well, you know, we, we're going to get from the MNP. It's the Facebook model. <laughs> so we are getting, uh, we're going to get from Singular um, all the attributed conversions from the past seven days with the IP attached to it. And thank you very that much. One. Yeah, that was, that, that was. was. And, then, that and, then, and then we're going to just, we, we're going to match that with, the impressions we've served on the users that have the same IP. And then they're going to come back to you and say, you know what, you've achieved, so similar to how Facebook works, you, you, you are an expert, John, uh, you know, they basically credit the attribution in a very, you know, yeah, you know, well done, you've achieved a six, $6 CPI. But what you actually don't really know is that the conversion might have happened, you know, from another channel, from Facebook, Google during the same window of time, but that's, that's, so that's one way. So that's, you know, they are using real-time callback, the publisher, you know, Pluto or Tubi TV pass the, the 
the IP to, let's say, the DSP, and the DSP work with the MNP to uh, to match those those uh, those IP and, and 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 attribution correctly. The second method, which is, I think, where the where it starts to be a bit more where we understand the role of the MNP is to use uh, an impression tracker, right? Is to give to a publisher, hey, you know, please use this singular impression tag every time you, you know, uh, an ad is being served. But unfortunately, not everybody is using, you know, is accepting those tags. You know, some, you know, famously, you know, especially the, the large one, you know, they are not going to let uh, you add an, a, a, an impression tag when it serves. But it's, 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 we think this is where, where the, the future is. It's going to remain probabilistic and it's going to be in the waterfall of attribution, probably pretty low because it's like it's an impression base and it's probabilistic. Mm-hmm. So it still, you know, it's, it, it will give you a good picture. It will mm-hmm. dedupe the install against all your activity that you are running through Singular. But it's, you know, it, it's, uh, it, it, it's still there. Uh, here, your results will ultimately come a little bit lower than the first method in terms of like mm-hmm. overall cost price. So those mm-hmm. are, like I would say, the two uh, very simple methods we've seen, right? And I'm not even sure. talking about, you know, Nielsen and, you know, just like other methods which are panel-based to, you know, to say, yes, I've seen this ad, you know, we, we, we're not even talking about that. <laughs> Half a year later, you find yeah. out... <laughs> <laughs> interesting of course there's all the old school methodologies right use this coupon code or something like that right or um you know the qr code is a possibility as well or where did you hear about us and you know what i've heard some very high performance digital marketers who are like hardcore have the whole tech stack everything who still swear by the where did you hear about us because oh, they really? want to know from multiple places yeah. sorry what's that the, the, the little survey at the end, that, that's what you mean? Like when they, yeah. yeah. They mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. you mentioned QR code. Um, I mean, I've worked in mobile for like 15 years, John. Um, <laughs> <laughs> You've had it. <laughs> You're not a believer. <laughs> it's just, um, I will manage uh, any any marketer's expectation. On, um, <laughs> hey, I started using QR codes during COVID. There was no... There was no um, yeah, yeah, rent menu. To, yeah, the because restaurant. you have to you have to eat <laughs> because you have to eat something, John. That's why. First, <laughs> do exactly, exactly. But it, it is uh, he, here. I mean, uh, we have a joke with someone. Is like, yeah, please. The moment like you are seeing a one person engagement rate on your QR code, like send me the report. I'm really like, <laughs> I can't wait to see it. Yes, we've all seen what Coinbase has done. You know. Like those kind of like gimmicky campaign that were using the QR code, you know, very mm-hmm. much as a, uh, you know, great creative campaign. Uh, again, if you want to use a QR code, you know, what we've seen working uh, and what we heard from partners is that use the QR code constantly throughout mm. the, the 15, 30 seconds. Might not Take it up. Care. I just yeah. got my camera. No. Yeah. <laughs> Or leave it at least for 10 seconds at the end. You know, that might be an awkward pause, but if you really want, you know, someone to take action, we more believe in like uh, hardware integration, you know, integration between multiple devices, you know, what Apple TV is doing where you can send a push notification, send a push notification to your phone or what Roku is envisioning with their hardware. I think we, 
this is more the future of like you know um of driving action so, yeah not, it's pretty not, not yeah no, no, not, not, not a believer. That's <laughs> <Sorry. laughs> totally fine. It's pretty funny while we're having this conversation. I was having a flashback. I consulted a bit with Tune, you remember, back in the day, way back in the day. And they had a customer at the time, DraftKings, and they unveiled TV ad measurement. This was amazing. This was wonderful. Of course, it was time-based, right? <laughs> you knew when the ad spot ran. <laughs> that doesn't yeah. really work in streaming TV because uh, you have no, no time. Talk about some of the success stories. Uh, what are you seeing that's exciting, that's working for CTV streaming ads? If you want to you start you know, um, in the CTV space, I would look at YouTube. As the first point, um, you know, YouTube as traditionally, you are probably already running on YouTube if you have an app through, you know, Google. You can't campaign. avoid running on YouTube. <laughs> yeah, so it's called so, Tmax. <laughs> but but it, but it's. I, I think there are additional ways you can access Google inventory on yes. CTV. That is, yeah, in the true. Number one you can place. only go there. Yeah, yeah, you can only go there. So uh, that's one. Then. On Amazon and uh, Amazon Fire TV and Roku, you know, you can achieve like pretty good results if you have like, if you want a user to take an action inside of their platform, inside of mm -hmm. their store. So if you have, you know, you know, whether it's a movie release or like, you know, or, or, or if you have a, a channel that you want, your, your brand wants to install inside of some environment, I think it's, it's, a, it is also a really good start. They, you know, it's all CPN based. They have some interesting ad placement that are, you know, more seasonal, but also based on the fact, okay, when someone installed for the first time there, uh, their Amazon Fire TV or, you know, they, what they call out of the box ad format. So, you know, they, they, there is so much like, you know, meet with them and they are going to show you like the 25 ad placements and, and, and <laughs> that they have available for you. And then I will work with, you know, find, find a couple of DSPs, you know, uh, that uh, will give you access to um, exchange traffic. You know, CPMs are ranging from like, you know, $10, $15 up to, you know, like $50, $60 CPM. But mm -hmm. I think we learn a lot here. You will have transparency on the publishers. You're going to run on like, Fox TV and CNN and Tubi and Pluto TV. There is a huge inventory in there. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, and mm -hmm. and and start experimenting. You know, we we've seen success there. Um, we've done some more tests with you know Vizio, LG Ads. You know, there, there is a long tail of also like uh, connected TV suppliers. Um, mm -hmm. it, it is you know the. It, 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 they don't work in this. They don't have the same experience working with maybe performance brands. So you know, it, mm -hmm. it's 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 not as um, we haven't seen as as great success yet. Um, but you know, mm -hmm. we it's definitely something to keep in mind. Super super interesting. Talk about yourself a little bit, um, MC Sachi. Uh, why why does somebody come to you, and and what do you help them with in terms of streaming and CTV? Uh, well, I mean, CTV has been um, something we've been investing in for the past couple of years, but we, we also want a couple of clients that are heavily investing in CTV. So, you know, we, we, um, 
you know, we we have about now 30% of all billings in the US that is on CTE. So it, it is really oh. significant. Um, we, you know, MNC Sachi Performance is globally one of the largest mobile first agency. I mean, we have like uh, a team in APAC that is doing phenomenal. Um, we, I think we are like both 300 employees, like um, 350 globally. So um, yeah, we, we are doing really well. You know, we, um, we, we have about 50% of our business on clients, which are subscription-based um, and, and, and mobile first. And then we have, you know, a number of new brands also like that is, you know, looking for performance marketing services and, and, and now CTV is, um, is a great, you know, is a greater share of, you know, we, we almost see that as, um, you know, one of the things we talk to our clients about, because, um, you know, it's, it's, uh, there is, there is a lot to, to do right now. Uh, and, and, and we think, you know, they're going to be clear winners, you know, YouTube being one. And they need to understand the space very well, so we 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 take them on this journey with, and it's uh, it's it's been really good. Thirty percent—that's very very significant. What do you think the growth rate is for this space? Ad-supported streaming, ad-supported CTV. I mean, we've looked at a couple of reports. You know, like this, they estimate the the growth rate has been year on year about between forty to fifty percent. Um. And then it's declining to, you know, a 30% kind of like mm-hmm. year on year, which is, I think, like still two times the growth of, uh, of mobile, mobile app ad spending. So, um, you know, it's, it's a big market, but it's, what is interesting is more like to look at it from, okay, CTV ad spend represent 18% of the whole video ad spend. Mm-hmm. Linear, it's still 57%. Wow. So. I think that's what we, you know, an online agency or, you know, that what we're looking at is like, okay, how do we move those dollars to, uh, to digital CTV? Yeah. Uh, and because, yeah, that's, you know, we do very little linear, you know, linear is a different world. You, you have upfront, you have, you know, it is, it is a different world that you know, rarely we've done some, t- some, some linear TV buying, but it's, you know, hasn't been as prominent than, than CTV. That is interesting though, the 50, 57% that you mentioned of dollars still being there with linear TV. Yep. You've got to look at that and say, hey, I don't know what the time span is. I don't know if it's two years. I don't know if it's five years. I don't know if it's 10 years, but almost all of that and eventually all of that will oh, yeah. move to this connected TV, this streaming TV, and and maybe the majority of it in five years. I guess we'll see about that. This is a super interesting space. Uh, I, I guess one question I still have, if I'm looking at CTV streaming as an advertiser and, and I'm wondering what kind of audiences are available there, is, is everybody there? Is it a certain few segments? What, what, what do you see when you see that? I mean, because we had this impression, I want to say two years ago, that Netflix and Prime and some of the other services were where you went when you wanted to get away from advertising. Yeah. And so you had potentially an audience there that was uh, willing to trade money for time, right? 
Yep. And then for some others, there was a place where you would trade your time for the entertainment, right? Mm -hmm. And and is that changing? Yeah, I think the way media is more planned and CTV is like, well, first of all, like I was surprised, but there is 92% of the U.S. households are reachable through programmatic CTV. So, I mean, there is probably YouTube in there, you know, that seems a bit too good to be true, like 92%, but no. You know, basically it means everybody can be rich through CTV, but you know, let's, <laughs> let's see. There's a few people in caves in Kentucky here. <laughs> I think, I think what is interesting is that what I find fascinating is more like the change in media behavior. You know, a few years back, you were always watching the same TV program. And then, you know, the media planner was like, you know what, John, watch always the Kardashian. We know he likes this program. <laughs> But, you know, joke aside, uh, you know, they, they, they were able to kind of like make some assumption based on like the content that was, you know, mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. uh, displayed and, and, and saying, you know what? Yeah. He's, you know, this content fits, you know, they send him the tanning salon ads. <laughs> now what we are seeing from like, um, TV supplier, they use more of the IP data and say, you know what, we're going to use, you, you want to, you want to, I come our sold where we're going to just, just show, show those ads to like IP or like, you know, certain regions of, uh, you know, certain cities that are high income. So there is a little bit more of like geo targeting into play. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. And, 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 and ultimately you can buy, you know, you can you, you, they, they all build their audience graph, right? So they will, they will tell you, um, you know, that they they have you know a list of IPV or a list of like in their DMP. They know which audience resonates best with your brand or your your app. What I find interesting is that there is one player that is actually doing kind of like the reverse right now, which is you run with them some ad and they tell you in reverse which what what is the what is the profile of a user that has interacted most the most with your ad so basically yeah and this one you know this player has a lot of commerce data if you see what i mean start with a mm -hmm. name you know it's uh, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> who would that be <laughs> could that be so you know this kind of like huh all right, so so I think that changed. You know, the marketer was like, you know, we've done some research, John. We've done some survey. We think our brand appeals to this type of audience. Let's uh, buy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and no, like here's like, no, you know what? Run broad, and we're gonna tell you which is, you know, I mean, it's it's kind of like you know the approach of you know, uh, what Facebook and Google is doing, sure, which is more sure. you know what. It's Black performance box. marketing. Yeah. It's A-B testing. It's what works, yeah. who resonates. There you go. Follow that, right? Follow the success. Wow. So that, that, is, uh, that is an interesting, uh, yeah. I was, <laughs> that, is, that is changing the way you plan media, for sure. Guillaume, this has been a wonderful half hour. I think it's a little over half hour, actually, because I think we were having fun and time flies when you're having fun. Thank you so much for taking some time. Uh, it was great to reconnect and see you again. I, I think we're going to be doing some more work together and some research and papers on CTV and streaming and all that stuff. I look forward to it. Thank you for taking the time today. 
No, thank you, John. And I think, you know, you and your team are putting some of the best content out there, you know, uh, when you are releasing on like, you know, complex subject, can, <laughs> anything. So I hope that was useful for the audience. And, uh, you know, I look forward to, uh, to, you know, seeing you in person next time.